that? That's right. It's almost Christmas. But guess what? This episode is not going to have anything to do with Christmas. Maybe some light chatter. But hey, that's not what we're doing here this week. Guys, Steve, White Geeks Collide, how are you all doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you do I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so we're back. It's been a while. It's been about a minute, maybe a minute and a half, since uh, we did a proper When Geeks Collide. I believe the last episode was the uh, Great Debate uh with myself and one Jeff Smith over the merits of uh, Vince Russo and his contributions to professional wrestling. Uh, a lot of feedback on that one. Uh, a couple people do like Vince Russo. Yep, they're out there. But uh majority of everyone else agreed with me, so... I'm going to take that as a win. That's a W. And that's why we haven't been around for a bit, because I've been celebrating. Uh, you know, I'm not drinking any of that bubbly. Uh, I had a, a, a Gatorade Zero. Uh, very refreshing. And that's uh, how I celebrate it. But, hey, guys. Let's get down to it. I'm trying to think of news... Uh, let's see, what do we got? AEW, uh, you know, Sting is now in AEW. AEW's been killing it, uh, you know, doing some incredible ratings. And, uh, you know, we have a new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. That's Kenny Omega, who has been appearing on Impact Wrestling as well. So, we'll see where that goes as it stands right now. He's only cut a couple of promos. And uh, no one from Impact showed up on AEW yet, but hey, who knows? Uh, WWE, still, you know, I have no interest. So, we'll move along. And, uh, yeah, that's wrestling. Uh, in news, figure news, lots of, uh, lots of stuff. Lots of reveals, you know. Uh, I think yesterday, Mando Monday... They revealed um, uh, Katie Sackhoff, Bo-Katan, Black Series figure coming out for Star Wars, which is pretty cool from The Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian has been killing it. Uh, We are a few days away from, I think, the finale, Episode 8 of uh, Season 2. I gotta say, uh, Boba Fett. Spoilers if you haven't watched yet. So I'm going to drop that right now. Spoilers. Okay. Uh, If you do know, Boba Fett is back. And Boba Fett has done more in the few episodes he's been on The Mandalorian than he did in any Star Wars movie he'd appeared in. Uh, Very badass. On the last episode, he had his armor, but he had, like, fresh coats of paint on it. Still the same dented armor, but uh, painted up nicely. Very cool. Um, Yeah, no. Mandalorian is killing it. Mandalorian has to be the best Star Wars we've got probably in the 
this Disney era. Actually, you know, started off strong. Force Awakens. I, I really like Force Awakens. I really liked uh, Rogue One. I didn't hate Solo. I actually watched it this past weekend again. It's not a bad movie. Uh, but, you know, Rise of, uh, was it, uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker leave a lot to be desired. I enjoy them, but I don't love them. It's not like I love uh, Empire Strikes Back, you know. But I digress. Uh, lots of great Star Wars black figure, uh, black figures, black series figures coming out. Uh, lots of Marvel Legends revealed. Uh, lots of DC Multiverse. I'll be, I'll cover that on the next uh, episode of Multiverse Legends, which will be dropping this weekend. Um, but yeah, no, just so much going on. It's the holidays, the hustle and bustle. Uh, I got most of my Christmas shopping done. Few things left to get. Um, it's very hard to buy gifts for some people, and uh, yeah, you know, it's it's to me it's about finding that perfect gift. So that will remain to be seen. Uh, actually, had to kind of rush through some Christmas shopping because. Uh, my my youngest daughter and my stepson uh, are in another province, so I have to get their stuff for them pretty early. I've already got it shipped in the mail, and I have to have everything done by this coming Saturday where I'll be meeting up with my brother, who is going to my aunt's house, and he'll be doing pretty much, he'll be dropping off the presents for... Uh, the rest of my family and, you know, uh, leave the stuff for my aunt's clan with her and then give our mother her gifts and my grandparents' gifts and our sister's gifts. So when it comes to buying for them, uh, I am, yeah, I'm not even close and I have no time because I'm doing this podcast right now, uh, recording it uh, on my way to work. Uh, I'll probably, it might be a short one, who knows, uh, but it's, it'll be posted today. I'm going to be recording a watch-along Christmas movie tonight, uh, Tuesday, the 15th, on uh, Wrestling With Myself. We don't know what we're watching yet, uh, but that'll be good. And then I will be back on Wrestling With Myself this Thursday we're recording again. So, lots going on. Plus, it's month end at my work, so I'm working extra hard to finish everything, which is also month end and year end. Uh, You know, i got to get through this week, and then three days next week, and then I am off until... January the 5th, and I'm very, 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 very excited to finally have some time off. I've had a couple days here and there for, um, since the pandemic got, uh, the first, you know, lockdown, because my work is an essential service. I have been working the whole time, and I desperately need 
a break. So I will be taking my vacation at Christmas. And, uh, yeah. So that's just, you know, what's going on that. Plus, you know, getting ready, you know, making sure stuff for NSW, you know, making sure overloads are all produced, the, the weekly YouTube uh, television show we have, uh, NSW Overload, making sure that those are produced and ready to go for every Friday at 7 p.m. on YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash, I believe, New School Wrestling. But, you know, so much of that, plus we got a show two days after Christmas. Uh, it's an annual show that we used to do called Seasons Beatings. Uh, we've done it, we partnered up with uh, Pop Culture Canada uh, for a number of years. And uh, it's usually in Oshawa. It's a great show. It's for charity. Uh, but this year it's unhappy due to the pandemic, so we are going to put together a free show, uh, for the holidays, and, uh, yeah, so, been working on that, I'm a busy guy, what can I say, uh, but yeah, no, that is, I guess, the news and the happenings. Uh, this week, I would like to talk about uh, rabbit holes on the internet and going down them and what that's like. Uh, I would like to talk about one of my favorite things about uh, the holidays and uh, whatever else uh, pops into the old noggin. So, with that being said, sorry, I'm taking a drink of water because my... Uh, throat is getting dry because I'm not shutting up. Whoa. Just dropped the, uh, the microphone. By the microphone, I mean my telephone. The podcast recording, uh, television show producing, uh, cell phone. Uh, but yeah, uh, we will be right back and, uh, we're gonna get into some fun. Uh, you know? So, guys... When Geeks Collide, I'm Steve. We'll be right back. Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. Alright, we are back. Uh, there might have been something in between there. For me, it was literally stopping recording. And starting recording. Just like that, that quick. That's how I do things. Fast and furious. You know? It's hard it's hard work doing what I do, all the things I do. Wrestling promoter, wrestling content producer, YouTube creator, content creator, I don't know what you call it. Podcast host uh producer director, uh, guest star on other podcasts, I'm a busy guy, actually, I'm not that busy, I have a shoot job, actually, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm very busy, I, I think I juggle too much, but I do it all because I love it, 
and I'm not here to be like, oh my god, I did this, and you're oh, my life's so hard, because it's not. Before I get into anything, I would just like to thank everyone who's been listening uh, the past six months for When Geeks Collide have been amazing, uh, beyond my expectations, uh, when I started really going, so the podcast has been back for about 14 months, okay, and, you know, I'm with it sometimes, but in the last six months, you know, I've really been doing a lot more, a lot more, uh, podcast content, you know, we have Lanky Slide Proper, what you're listening to right now, we have From the Page to the Screen, where we talk about comic book movies, and by that, we don't we don't really review it, we talk about the movie, uh, say what we like, uh, talk about the figures, if there's a figure line, if the soundtrack was great, we talk about the soundtrack, uh, lots of stuff like that, Multiverse Legends, which I strictly am talking about Marvel Legends and DC Multiverse figures, Go Figure, which we throw out in the odd episode here or there. Uh, when I, like, find the toy line and I just talk about it. Um, I have an idea for one that's actually about a toy line that I, like, a couple toy lines that I didn't know existed until years later, and talk about, like, if at the time I knew about it, how deep would I have been in it? So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, what else we got? We got From the Page to the Screen, Multiverse Legends, when Geeks Collide proper, go figure, you know, lots of stuff, and the odd one-shot from time to time, and a one-shot's just podcast, no theme, I just talk about a topic, and uh, just post it into the feed, um, so doing that, the past six months, maybe longer, like, well, like, talk about March, so, hmm, yeah, it, it's been longer for the podcast, but for... Um, the YouTube channel, it's been about six months, and we've had a YouTube channel pretty much since the beginning of the original Wanky Sky podcast started by myself and the one and only Logan Savage, Kung Fu Logan Savage, the Iron Fist Logan Savage, whatever you want to call him. I call him Eddie because he's one of my best friends, uh, in my entire life, and, uh, we had a YouTube channel, and we would post the podcast on the YouTube channel. Uh, we didn't have too many subscribers. I think we had, like, 50. And, um, when I started, like, thinking about, like, the odd time we throw videos up there, and a few years ago, maybe two years ago, I started doing some, like, Marvel Legends reviews, and kind of just lost, like, the passion for it pretty quickly. Um, one, because I wasn't cranking them out fast enough, and, like, I had, like, Marvel Legends, like, stockpiling for months at the time. You know what? Currently now, I have so much stuff that I need to open. I actually have opened a lot of it, and, like, the, the videos, the unboxing videos will be coming, uh, in the next few days or so. You're gonna see a lot more thrown up on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Clyde. uh, but, anyways, I'm um, doing the toy hunts, toy reviews. Going to be doing a lot more um, things, more discussion, like general discussion about toys and so on and so forth. Uh, but when I started it, I had a goal 
I, I've set goals for the, the YouTube channel, for the podcast, all of it. Um, my goal was by the end of the year, so December 31st, to have 150 subscribers. And it wasn't like, you know, I'm not trying to, like, change the world and become a millionaire here. I just want to grow the YouTube channel slowly, just doing things I like. I, You know, people are watching uh, the toy hunts. For sure, people are watching. Nobody's really... I don't get too many views on the figure unboxings. But, uh, hey, I just do them and I post them for content. Now, uh, as it stands right now, as of recording this, we're at 154 subscribers. Uh, two weeks earlier than Michael. Um, I'm very excited. We were doing a 150 subscriber uh, giveaway, which was a Marvel Legends Age of Apocalypse Dark Beast figure, which I'll be announcing uh, within the next few days. I'll be doing a video on the YouTube, and I will be picking a subscriber and letting them know that they are... I'm going to do random and let them know that they are the winners of uh, the Dark Beast. And then I'll announce what the next goal for the um, the podcast, and uh, maybe what we're giving away then. Uh, but yeah, I love uh, what I've been doing. Um, I like sometimes get down on myself about it, and I lose confidence. But then it comes back. Right now. It's coming through in waves, very strong waves, and I'm just going to keep it going. Uh, so, uh, you know, long story short, thank you if you've been watching, if you've been clicking, if you've subscribed, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, again, I never thought that this would, it was just, this podcast was started. I mean, my friend, because we would talk on the way to wrestling shows. And we're like, we should just record it, you know? And uh, in our area, no one else was doing a podcast, uh, you know, other wrestlers. Now, a lot of people are doing them. And hey, good on you. But Way Geeks Collide is the originators for our area amongst uh, professional wrestlers. And uh, I'm very proud of that. I'm proud that uh, maybe we've inspired some people and stuff like that. Anyways, enough of that. Thank you. I want to talk about rabbit holes. Going down a rabbit hole, you know, on YouTube or on Google. Someone, you know... Something pops in your head, and you search it on Google, and then you start reading about it, and you're watching videos about it, and uh, I go through those all the time. Uh, the current one I'm on right now is the O.J. Simpson trial, which is so funny because one, when you think about it, all people ever talk about is O.J. Simpson. Two people died, like crazy shit. And I'm not going to get, like, super serious right now. I just, lately, I've been going that, like, I, I, when I'm at work, I put on a podcast, or I put something on in the background to listen to, 
helps me work, you know, easy to put it on, uh, pause, and have to pick up the phone, whatever, uh, but, uh, the, lately, it's been pure, like, OJ rabbit hole, uh, I've always, I've always been into true crime, you know, like, Dateline NBC, I like that, um, Forensic Files, shows all like that, excuse me, so, by going down this hole of the, uh, the O.J. Simpson trial, I found a series that was on Core TV called O.J. 25, it is 25th anniversary of the trial, the murders, all that stuff, and, uh, it, they're one-hour episodes, and they, like, document, like, every, like, aspect of the case, so it's essentially the whole trial, uh, condensed into our episodes, and then each week they play it. I just have to say this. I don't, uh, know exactly what was going on in the world at that time. You know, I was, when this happened, I was 10 years old. By the time he's acquitted, I'm, like, 12 years old. Uh, I remember a teacher popping his head into my 6th grade class and saying, not guilty, and, uh, <laughs> the whole class cheered, like, the suburban, like, honestly, like, I grew up in the suburbs of Mississauga, uh, I, I grew up in Mississauga, which is a suburb of Toronto, uh, back then, now it's, like, big, big city, uh, it's grown so much, but back then, it was still a little city, and, uh, I remember just being like, wow, he definitely did it. And people called me a racist. I said, I'm not racist because I think he did it. I think he did it because he did it. And getting into, like, a discussion with, uh, some other students. I also remember my teacher... The look on his face when people were cheering was literally like, what is wrong with these kids? Clearly, no one knew what was going on. Now, I would come home from school. The trial would still be on. My mom watched it every day, like, glued to the TV, watched it every day, which I'm pretty sure everyone did. And um, back then, when I was younger, I used to get these really bad migraines. And, you know, I, I miss a lot of school due to these. And I, I watched the trial a bunch of times. I remember being a 12-year-old kid and be like, how is he putting these gloves on with gloves underneath? And thinking, knowing that the gloves have shrunk because they were wet with blood. Like, I was thinking that as a kid. So why adults weren't understanding, you know, the whole, if the glove does not, it, the quote is, if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. But the quote actually was, that doesn't fit, and if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. He wasn't talking about the glove, he was talking about just evidence not fitting. Regardless. Uh, years later, so many people think he's guilty, and watching this 
uh, OJ25 thing, and just other videos, like, I watched the If I Did It hypothetical, where he talks about if he did it, what it would be like. That They should just call that my confession. Like, who does that? Who speaks in a hypothetical about a murder and gets so many of the facts straight or, like, you know, based on theories of what uh, people think happened? Like, come on. My opinion, he did it. As I'm older and I know things, I heard about Rodney King when I was a kid, but I didn't know much about it. It didn't affect me because, you know, I lived in the suburbs of Toronto in Canada. And say what you want about Canada, but I think we're a pretty racially tolerant um, country. And so... You know, I, I remember people being outraged about it up here, Rodney King. So I can just imagine people connected, like, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I've made jokes about being a black man because my great, 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 great grandfather was a black man. So there is black uh, DNA in me, in my family, and I just tease, but... I've never had to deal with any kind of racism to an extent. I've dealt with a lot of racism, but none like that. Uh, and I have I have cousins. My aunt is married to a black man. He is the uh, one the most influential people in my life. Uh, my uncle, uh, you know, my Uncle Merle, that's his name, shout out to Uncle Merle, uh, he helped shape the person I am, uh, you know, growing up, we lived together, like, me and my parents, and my brother, and then my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, and then my other cousins, like, we were always kind of, we always kind of lived together, or we were always very, very, very very close, and, uh, like, you know, um, again, my uncle, he shaped my, like, he is one of, you know, growing up, a role model of uh, your male influences, my parents were not divorced, because they never married, they were split up, and, you know, I had my dad, and there's parts of my life, there's times of my life where my dad I didn't see him for a bit. Even now, like, I'm older. I haven't seen him in a few months. And before that, it was probably, like, longer. Um, but I was fortunate enough to have positive role models in my life. Um, you know, even though my dad wasn't always there. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, dealing with issues. I don't have daddy issues. Uh... My issues that I have with my dad came later on in adulthood, but I'm not getting into that right now. Uh, I'm just saying I was lucky enough to have uh, positive male role models in my life, like my uncle. And I remember him talking about, I don't remember details from Rodney King, but I remember him talking about it, and just, it was like fucked up. 
And I have cousins, and they are mixed. And I've seen people be racist to my cousin when we were kids. Like, you know, like other kids. And shit like that would, like, one, make my cousin want to fight them. Make me, like, super mad, you know? But all, I, all I'm trying to get at right now is, like, in Canada, you, you don't have to... Like, there's probably racism. There is racism, you know? Uh, but it's not as bad as it is in the States. And, you know... Regardless if the, the point I'm trying to make is maybe the Rodney King thing... This is the theory. was so fresh in the jurors' minds, and they were pre predominantly black jurors, and it was like, no matter what, we're gonna, like, beat the system and acquit this guy, even with the evidence. Uh, like, the evidence doesn't lie. Uh, you watch it, and people talk about uh, Mark Furman, he's the cop that was racist, and he used the N-word when he was recorded using it hurt the case, but he, even if he was accused of planting the glove at Rockingham, that's where OJ lived, and smearing blood on the Bronco, the thing is, if he never went there, and none of that stuff happened about finding a, a second glove there, blood on the Bronco, there is enough evidence to convict just on the actual crime scene that pointed towards O.J. Simpson. Like, this guy murdered two people, brutally murdered people, and got away with it. And that's why, and that's like, uh, you know, people are like, well, you're, you're, you're still listening to this? You're still... That's the thing, to me, that blows my mind. When the facts, you can tell. This guy did it. Like, you know, he did it. Maybe you don't agree with me, he did it. And, uh... If you watch when the verdict is read, Bob Kardashian, Robert Kardashian, uh, father of the Kardashian Big Butt Girls, uh, is right in front of OJ. And when they read the verdict, you can see in his eyes... As one of OJ's best friends and one of his lawyers, like, what the fuck? Like, his eyes are, like, literally, like, how did you fucking get it wrong, you know? And that's why I think anything bad that OJ's done since then, he got, like, fucking, oh, I apologize for the language, he freaking got, like, Everyone was like, no, F you. Like, the civil trial. He lost the civil trial. He was found responsible. You know? He, when all that stuff happened with him in Vegas, kidnapping at gunpoint, this and that. Like, this guy was trying to get memorabilia back that people had, he alleges, like, stolen from him. You know, regardless of to the, uh, the extent and how much he escalated um, the situation, uh, you know, he had a pretty good case of being like, listen, I wanted my stuff back. 
and probably could have got like a lesser charge. He got charged to nine to thirty years. All right. I think a lot of that was like, nah, we ain't we ain't letting this guy get away. But guess what? He's out. He's out on parole. This guy murdered two people, uh, kidnapped a guy uh, at gunpoint. Uh, <laughs> you know, with a crew of people, and uh, yeah, he's out there free. Uh, I don't know how this turned into the O.J. Simpson uh, <laughs> podcast, but all I'm trying to say is that's an example of a rabbit hole, and that's the rabbit hole I've been going down uh, lately. Uh, it's happened before, too, uh, with... Um, the People versus OJ show. I don't know if you guys have watched that. It's a great show. Uh, but, like, whenever I'd be seeing, like, because my mom, she's moved now, but she used to live very close to my work. So if I had to be at work super early, I'd just stay at my mom's. Or if I worked late and didn't want to drive home, I'd stay at my mom's. And every time I was there, I'd put on The People versus OJ and start to watch it till I fell asleep or whatever. Because it honestly... Uh, it fascinates me how someone so guilty and so obviously guilty got away with uh, not just murdering one person, two people, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, usually it's true crime uh, or rabbit holes I go down. Um, another one similar to OJ, uh, Casey Anthony. This. Chick has a kid, kid goes missing, she goes missing, can't find her kid, doesn't tell anyone, claims that a babysitter kidnapped her kid, this babysitter didn't exist. You know, he quit it. Clearly did it, wasn't giving two shits about her kid, going to clubs, getting tattoos, you know, uh, she, this, this girl got a tattoo while her daughter was missing, and she was doing her own search. I'm doing air quotes right now. She actually went and got a tattoo, uh, like, Bella Vila. It's like, beautiful life in Italian or something. She got this tattoo. Is your life beautiful if your child has been kidnapped and you're doing your own thorough search? Lied to the cops, said she worked at Universal, said she left something in her desk, went with the police to Universal Studios, uh, theme park, walking through all these offices, saying hi to random people she doesn't even know, like their old best friends, like, oh, hey, Jim, how you doing? Turns a corner, hits a, a wall, like a dead end, turns around, looks at the cops, and like, ah, I don't work here. Like, <laughs> Okay. Like, if I were to go on about true crime, we'd be here all day. But uh, some other non-true <laughs> uh, crime rabbit holes I go down sometimes is I'll watch uh, YouTube reviews of action figures. But I like to go and watch old ones, like, from five, six years ago um, or even longer before I, like, I got heavy into collecting. Like, I've always collected, but... You know, the last three, four years really, like, 
picked it up. So I like going and looking at reviews of stuff I never had and things like that, to that nature. Uh, I'll go down wrestling rabbit holes like mad, like example, I'll just be like, you know what, I want to watch a Mike Awesome match, and then I end up watching like 20 Mike Awesome matches, or some Horseman promos, or, you know, just, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you love wrestling, and, you know, you've gone down the wrestling rabbit hole, which is great, I get a lot of motivation, or, you know what, sometimes I go just down music holes, where I just want to listen to, like, music, and I just sit there playing music video after music video, and then, like, you know, like, the suggested video, something will pop up, and be like, oh, man, I love that song, and then click that, and that's, uh, that is definitely, uh, a pastime of me. I love music. I love, uh, 80s movie, like, soundtracks, so, like, there'll be, like, songs and they're, like, describing the movie. Like, Rocky. Rocky Four. You know? It's like, Two worlds collide, rival nations! You know? It's it's awesome! Uh, like, the Men in Black song. It's like, the Men in Black song from the first Men in Black movie describes the whole movie. Same with uh, Will Smith's Wild Wild West. It's like, uh he describes, like, the villain, uh, you know, stuff like that, I, I love stuff like that, to me, it's pure cheese, and it's great, um, I'll go down, like, man, uh, Kenny Loggins did a lot of movie soundtrack songs, and then you, like, start playing them, like, oh, maybe it's not that many, but, like, he did Footloose, he did, uh, Caddyshack, the, I'm alright, nobody worry about me, uh, he did Top Gun, Danger Zone, and I can't, I, he, I'm sure he did some other stuff, but, like, I love stuff like that, um, what else do, what else well, kind of rabbit holes, uh, stuff, like, serial killers, oh my god, I'll watch a documentary, back to true crime, and it'll be like, you know, they met, they'll be talking about one guy, and they'll mention in that, like, They'll say, like, Ted Bundy, and I'm like, oh, Ted Bundy, yeah, check his stuff, and, like, it's just, it's just fascinating, like, some of the stuff to me, uh, oh my god, I, I'm sitting in my work van right now, and move, zone moving transportation just, uh, drove by, they have a, a painting of Superman on their truck, how are they not sued? Anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, but going down the rabbit hole, that's, that's, like, I'm not acting like I'm the only person that does it, because everybody does that. You have access to the internet, everybody does it. Like, I'll be, like, sitting at work and hear someone say something, and it'll trigger, like, oh, man, I'm gonna look that up. Get on my phone, look it up, scroll through, find, like, an article, read about it, you know? Like, it's great. Don't have to, don't have to get those big leather-bound uh, encyclopedias anymore. You know, don't gotta go to the library and look at the microfish or microfilm or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my latest rabbit hole. 
OJ Simpson trial. Uh, if you watch anything about it, or you have thoughts, come on. I'm not the only one that believes this guy did it, right? I know I'm not, but, like, if you're listening to me, please tell me you also believe that he did it. <laughs> All right. Well, right now, I'm going to take another break, guys. Come back. I'm going to talk about my favorite holiday thing to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, whole lot more still to come. Way Geese Collide. When Geeks Collide, Steve Brown, the Bone Crusher, your boy, I'm back, uh, and I would like to speak about my favorite thing to do over the holidays. People like to visit family, you know, hang out with friends, watch Christmas movies, decorate the tree, decorate your house. All this jazz. My favorite thing to do is wrap presents. I love wrapping presents. Uh, I don't know. I've always, since I was a little kid, liked it. And, yeah, I, I do it. I used to wrap presents to myself because I just wanted to wrap presents. Yep, that's what I did. I am, uh, that's my big secret, that's my big holiday shame, guys. I love to wrap presents. I like wrapping presents, well, I guess buying gifts and wrapping gifts. I like doing that better than opening gifts. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's my most favorite thing to do. It's funny, because I just wrap them. I don't really put a bow on them or a ribbon. I just wrap the present write the tag, stick the tag on. Or if you have no tags, take a scrap piece of the paper and make a little tag out of said paper. Uh, that's, that's the way we do it. Uh, last night, I wrapped a bunch of presents. Uh, when I get home tonight, after recording the podcast, I am for sure going to be wrapping some gifts. Uh, I have a few that I need to wrap, so I will be doing that. Um, yeah, because I can't uh, wrap, you know, R-A-P. So I wrap, W-R-A-P. Wait, wait, what? Oh my god, that was so lame. If you guys have just turned off the podcast, I understand but, uh, yeah, no, my absolutely favorite thing to do is wrap presents. Because uh, I don't like gingerbread. Not too big on sugar cookies. You know? I'm more of a ham guy than a turkey guy. Uh, I've seen every Christmas movie God knows how many times. Which I love doing. I love putting on a Christmas movie and wrapping presents. Uh... That reminds me, next week, what I want to uh, talk about are movies that you wouldn't think 
are Christmas movies, but totally are Christmas movies. Uh, you know, like Die Hard. So, we're going to talk about that, and that will post before uh, Christmas. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, guys, I think really right now, uh, we might put a pin in it. Uh, I don't know. I find uh, I just kind of ramble on these shows where, you know, Jeff's not on. Uh, so should he be on more often? I'm, st- I'm still fired up about that Vince Russo stuff, man. Like, I, I don't understand how anyone could actually be like, oh, Vince Russo did this and Vince Russo did that. Like, you know. Calling calling uh, championship belts a prop, like even if they are props, wrestlers don't look at them as a prop. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we know the deal with wrestling, but when a promoter tells you that you are going to be champion or they think you can carry their promotion as champion... It's a really, really good feeling, and it's a responsibility, and, you know, when I've been champion in places that weren't uh, NSW, where I decided I'd be uh, champion, uh, it was always a big deal to me, Um, and I always, no matter where it's been, I've wore the titles uh, with pride and uh, a sense of, you know, honor, I don't know, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's fake fighting, we all know, fixed martial arts, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's still really cool, uh, when someone tells you that you are gonna be a champion, and, uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that, uh, oh, and just to go back to, uh, Jeff, he totally contradicted himself by saying, oh, belts are props, and then goes, how good was it when the Young Bucks finally won the titles? Like, you mean finally won those props? Yeah, it was great. But anyways, I'm sure we will get Jeff on. Jeff Ron on very soon. Uh, we're going to have to do our annual gift exchange, nerdy gift exchange, where we buy each other gifts. And we give them to each other. Uh... Hence the name. But, uh, yeah, no, look forward to that. Maybe we'll definitely have to record that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think, guys, uh, I think that's it. I think for now we are going to uh, put a pin in it. Uh, so if you have any uh, rabbit holes that you go down you know, a topic on YouTube, or just anything like that, uh, let me know, comment, and let, you know, let me know what you obsess about for brief moments in time, um, yeah, like, God, I, guys, just interact, you comment, I'm gonna comment back, If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, thank you. Uh, You can find more of our podcasts on Spotify, but you can also find them anchor.fm slash WGC Network. 
You can find us on Twitter, Twitter, uh, on Twitter at WGC Network. We're on Instagram, When Geeks Collide, YouTube.com slash When Geeks Collide. Lots of more content coming. Uh, it's not just going to be strictly Marvel Legends, guys, I promise. Uh, they're just so good. They're just so many awesome figures. And uh, the Todd father, Todd McFarlane, he's been stepping it up too. So lots to talk about there. Guys, uh, Facebook.com slash Slide. You can find us. SunsetCrypt.com. You can find everything to do with Slide. Wrestling with myself. Uh, read some articles written by myself. Uh, Jeff Smith, Curtis Sturrock, Antihero, SLS, Antihero, SLS, and, of course, Kyle Davenport, Jeff Ron. Uh, pretty much a one-stop shop for anything that we uh, have our grubby hands in. Uh, New School Wrestling, uh, December 27th, Seasons Beatings. It's going to be live. It's going to be streaming exclusively on... Uh, Online for free as a uh, little thank you gift from us to uh, the fans who have supported us, especially during the pandemic, and uh, hopefully will be supporting us beyond uh, said pandemic. And uh, guys, you can find me, Renowned Brown, on Twitter, Renowned Crusher on Instagram. Go to Multiverse Legends on Instagram for fig photography. So much cool stuff. Guys, this has been Steve, When Geeks Collide. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, geeks out. Geeks out.